Hello, everybody, your friend, your brother, and prayer partner, passionate Ken, but call me Ken. Not a world-renowned pastor, a scholar, or anything crazy like that. Just a man of God who believes in the Word of God can heal you, deliver you, set you free, and even pay your bills. Hey, listen, let me tell you something about myself. All my life growing up, people would tell me, well, look, growing up, I grew up in church. I grew up in a Christian community. And I always had this weird inclination to observe pastors. Like, I was always fascinated by pastors. Why was I so fascinated by pastors? At the time, I didn't know, but I just always, I don't know, I just was fascinated by pastors. And I would look at pastors and I'd be like, man, these guys work so hard. Man, these guys have a lot of people that look up to them. Oh, wow, these guys have a lot of power. Oh, wow, everybody's so excited about the pastor. I'm like, dude, what is it about pastors that is so special? And why am I so intrigued by pastors? And then when I actually got saved and accepted Christ in my life at 14 years old, I was always on TBN watching T.D. Jakes, Bishop Eddie L. Long, Creflo Dollar, Joel Osteen, John Hagee, Jesse Duplantis, you name it. All I wanted to do was not only just listen to the word, but I just wanted to observe pastors. Now, the funny thing is, growing up, people always told me, yo, you sound like a pastor. You're going to be a pastor one day. You sound like a motivational speaker. You have a great voice. I'm like, bro, no, I don't want to be a pastor. I love God. I just want to be a man that goes to church. But people will always disagree with me. And I would get upset. And I would feel like, yo, stop shoving things down my throat. I don't want to be a pastor. But at the same time, I'm saying this. I'm always following pastors and want to hear about a pastor. And I'm like, dude. What is this? And then I grew older and it was been confirmed to me by another prophet that I'm supposed to be a pastor in life. And I was even more upset. Now, fast forward, maybe three, four years from now, I started being on a radio show casually, not really because I wanted to do it, but just because I was just serving and people were touched by my voice. People were touched by my ministry. And I started teaching Bible study every Tuesday nights at 7.30 p.m. for a ministry. I had to, it was a privilege. And I noticed that people started coming from all over and people were really receptive to hearing me speak. I'm like, dude, what is going on? What is going on? So just keep this in mind. Keep in mind that you know, it's been spoken to me that I'm supposed to be a pastor and people perceive me as a pastor. People even call me a pastor and I don't even call myself a pastor. Now, on the other hand, I've done a lot of other things in life and failed and struggled. I'm like, dude, am I cursed or something? Like, why is this so hard for me? I want to be successful at this. I wanted to do that. And I've, you know, I failed and certain things were hard. And yes, I did succeed because anything is possible, right? But it was also a struggle. But when it came to anything that was pastoral, there was no struggle. 
As a matter of fact, whenever I'd done something pastoral, this was when I was most attractive. <laughs> and the reason why I'm making this video because at 28 years old, I was speaking to somebody very special, very dear to my heart, who deserves the world. She told me that while watching my video, she don't know what it was about it, but it just seemed so right. Where am I going with this? I'm, I'll tell you. Well, listen, when that video, I was talking about the gospel and I was speaking about inspirational stuff, I did something pastoral and she had no idea that by her saying it seems so right, it just brought back memories of almost three decades of things being spoken over my life, okay? Not to mention, before I was born, my mother wanted me to be a spokesperson for the Lord. So where am I going with this? Past, any pastoral, shepherd, shepherding, being a pastor is my gift is what I'm called to do. It's not that I can't do anything else. It's not that I won't be able to do anything else. But when you are operating in your gift, as I'm operating in my gift, things come to me because that's what I'm called to do. That's what I'm supposed to do. That's how I was created. So no matter what, I'm always going to fall back on my pastoral calling. Does that mean, you know, that I got to have a church of brick and mortars? No, not really. It's not even my desire, but that does mean I must do something pastoral. When I was a martial arts instructor, when I had my own martial arts business, I had a flock of children and young adults and older adults to tend to, to, to speak to, to communicate with. And it was, I always succeeded. Always succeeded. Even when I wasn't the best, I always succeeded. I'm a great martial arts instructor, but not the best, but because of my personality and because of the anointing, my, the empowerment that God created me with, it came to me very, very organically. I am encouraging you to know, to find out what in the world is your gift and what are you supposed to do? Steve Harvey likes to explain your gift as something that you do exceptionally well with very minimal effort. Anything that's pastoral is something that I do very exceptionally, exceptionally well. What is that thing that you do exceptionally well that's easy? Whatever it is, use it, cultivate it. And guess what? Shepherding, pastoring is not my only gift. At 28 years old, I realized that I have a gift of massaging. So I'm going to get into that too myself. Hallelujah. Praise God. So find out what your gift is. Proverbs 18, 16 says, a man's gift makes room for him and brings before brings him before the great. If you would like to have more influence in your life, if you would like to have a grand life, if you would like to stop struggling financially, if you want your life to have be a life full of purpose, you got to know what your gift is and you got to use it. I know even though I don't necessarily want to be a shepherd of a church or anything, I have to do something pastoral such as a podcast, a blog, something that has to do with an audience and me serving a specific audience or a cause. I just have to do something 
pastoral. I have to shepherd. I have to nurture somebody. That's how I'm created. How are you created? What are you good at? Are you good at storytelling? Are you good at baking? Are you good at cooking? Are you good at writing? Are you a good editor? It doesn't matter. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter how insignificant it seems. It will make room for you before great men. And it will give you a better life. I promise you. I promise you. And then once you cultivate that gift, you find out what it is, you expose it. See, what I'm doing with this podcast, my blog, my Facebook page, I am exposing my gift. Great things are happening right now. God bless you. I love you. The best is yet to come. Know your gift. A man's gift makes room for you in the presence of great enemies. P.S. All real estate referrals, please send me an email. The best is yet to come.